Hey guys, T5 Pharaoh here, aka Kaliko Labawanan, bringing episode 38 of the T5 Life. And in this episode, I share my experiences and thoughts on networking. All right. It's a hot topic today. It's a very important thing for success for young business people, uh, which I think there's a lot of delusion and misnomers saying that people have to go to these big networking events and large social settings. Uh, which is not true at all. There's other ways you can network, and in my opinion, even more uh, effective ways of building your network. Um, and I also uh, bring it from an introvert's perspective, okay? I know a lot of you out there are introverted. You don't like being in, in a big social setting with a lot of different people. Uh, so I share my experiences on how I kind of overcame that. I'm going to give you guys some practical tips and advice on uh, how to grow an effective network, rather you're introverted, you're extroverted, whichever. Um, so I hope this brings a lot of value to you guys, and I hope you enjoy it. Yo, guys, it's T5 Pharaoh here, a.k.a. Kaliko Lapawan, and bringing the new episode of the T5 Life. And in this episode, guys, I felt compelled to talk about networking. Networking is such an important thing uh, for young business people today. Uh, it's also a topic that uh, a lot of people struggle with, okay, especially if you're introverted like myself. You know, I've mentioned in many, many episodes previously that I am introverted and I struggle uh, being in a big social environment in a setting where most you know, networking or people that, you know, say that's how you network. You know, you got to go to the, all the meetup groups where there's a bunch of people and you got to pass out your business card and, and talk to all these different people. That, that's, you know, that, that's that's networking. So, so to say, quote unquote, um, I struggled with that tremendously. Uh, when I got into the real estate business, um, and I had to learn to how, kind of adapt, okay, kind of adapt, and I strategized, and I and I kind of uh, came up with my philosophy of of networking as an introvert because you know the whole social big social environment, the whole bar scene, the the, the restaurant and everything. I, I struggled with a lot, especially when I didn't know people, and I'm the type of guy where. You know, I don't really open up and get comfortable with you until like I've spent a certain amount of time with you. I don't really have like a pinpoint on it. For some people, you know, I can kind of uh, open up with a lot faster. I can get more comfortable with quicker and other people it takes longer, you know, so it's kind of just a gut thing. It's an instinctive thing for me. Uh, but because of that, I struggle in a social environment to really just talk about stuff and whatnot. And, you know, I also find there's a lot of uh, you know, one issue that I, I've always had with these meetup groups and these networking events is there's so many people that just want a small talk. They kind of want to BS. And one thing that really bothers me is a lot of these young people uh, and even older people, I don't want to just be uh, subjective, you know, to, to the to the young people. But for anybody, you know, I've, I've noticed from my experiences going to these events that you see the same people over and over and over, but they're not really moving anywhere in their business. You know, they're just kind of, you know, there. And it's almost, it's, a, it's to me, it's a delusional aspect that they, that a lot of these people, you know, go to get this satisfaction, like they're doing something when in reality, they're really not doing anything. You know, they just feel like they are because they're there networking and being around these, you know, all these other people that want to, talk about real estate or whatever then this could be any apply to any niche or industry um, where you're trying to network and do it in that fashion. Uh, we would call those people tire kickers basically. Okay. People that just want to go, 
They want to BS. They want to talk, but you know, they're not real players. So um, I, I had a big issue with that and I was able to identify that I, I smelled the BS pretty early on going to these events and it really turned me off from wanting to continue to do that. So, you know, I kind of changed my perspective on networking and, you know, so many people even today will still preach, you know, you want to talk to as many people as you can kind of spread out your time at these events and stuff. But, you know, to me, I, I thought, well, I, would it not just be a lot more effective and better to identify who the real player or players are and then from there figure out which of those players? It's almost like think of it like this. If you go to a meeting of 50 people, only 1% of, of that group is actually a real player. Okay. So first off, you identify who the real players are, find the 1%, and then from there, audit the 1%. Okay. So what I would do is, you know, I, I, I wanted to figure out in real estate because I'm and I'm speaking from my experience. Um, you know, once I was able to kind of understand who the players were, uh, which, you know, it doesn't take very long to figure out who those people are based on the way they talk and they can present themselves. I would basically do an audit. Okay, social media, man. I audit everybody, dude. <laughs> I swear, like if somebody says something about anybody, I just my first instinct is to get on Facebook and I'm going to search them. And then I want to see what they're posting. I want to see, you know, what they talk about. Cause to me that, you know, I, I have a good read of what they're about. Okay. Just based off what they're, what they're posting on social media. So I would audit those top key players and try to find somebody that I had a gut instinct that I would align with, you know, somebody that I thought I could work with. And then from there, I would invite that person out to lunch. Okay. Because for me, I, you know, kind of go into a self-awareness perspective, okay, which is super, super key. You guys need to understand what you're good at, what you're not good at. You know, I sucked and I still today pretty suck. I'm a lot better than I once was in a social environment. However, I'm still pretty bad because I'm not comfortable, uh, but I'm very good at one-on-one, -on -one, Okay. You know, and, and that's, you know, that's even a thing for a lot of people that they struggle with. You know, there's some people out there that love being around 50 different, you know, all, you know, all these different people and everyone's chatting and you're chatting. I hate that. I'm not comfortable in that. Uh, but when you get me in a quiet one-on-one -on -one, face to face, a much more intimate setting where I can really look at you and we can talk, I'm really good at that. Okay, because, you know, I'm, I, I feel like I'm actually being heard when I talk. I feel like uh, I can listen to you because there's not 20 other people trying to vie for your attention as we're talking. And I feel like I can really connect with you a lot better if I'm sitting down one on one with you. So, you know, once I identified who the players were, I would do my audit. Okay, and then eliminate certain people and then really target the people that I wanted. And then I would invite those people out to lunch, okay, or dinner or breakfast, whichever. I've done both, done all three actually. And from there, that's when I would conduct my interview, okay, where I would really want to dive deep into that person. I really want to ask them as much as I possibly can, get as personal as I can. Uh, you know, obviously being respectful and you know not you know not asking certain unorthodox uh, questions. I don't know how you want to say it, but. 
you know, I wanted to learn as much as I could about you if I got you into that one-on-one. And from there, that's when my gut would either tell me, all right, this is this person is somebody I really want to get in with and work with and or they're not. Okay. You know, so so many people, I think, you know, this kind of goes back to this delusion that I think exists with uh, you know, people trying to get in business today is that, you know, they they feel like going to these events and talking to all these people that they're actually getting somewhere where whereas like for me, I, I just don't believe that. I don't think you're truly getting somewhere. Maybe maybe one percent of those people are actually, you know, accomplishing good things from that. Um, but for me, my philosophy behind it is, you know, you identify who a key player is. Okay, somebody that's big that's doing a lot of business. Okay, because look, any key player, you also got to think if you're smart. Okay, and if you're, you know, you're an intuitive thinker, you can think big. Okay, like you know, clouds big. Um, you got to think that if somebody's doing a lot of business or very successful, they also have a successful network behind them, a power team of of big players that are also helping them do what they're doing. Okay, that's nobody's doing anything on their own uh, without some type of you know other people in their network that are a key role in it. Okay, that's just the truth. That's uh, you know that's the nature of any any successful entrepreneur. Okay. Even if they're a one man show, they may not need to have employees, but you know, if it's in real estate, they got a really, really cool attorney. They got to have a superstar realtor. Okay. They've got amazing contractors. Like, you know, nobody that's killing it right now, like does that does not have a power team of some sorts. Okay. So I, I knew that pretty intuitively. So my thought process was, well, what if I could just really get in good with one power player and then give them as much value as I could? Now, this is kind of going into a different topic about how do you actually penetrate into somebody who's a big person, uh, a key player. And that that's what we'll talk about here in a second. But if I could get in good with a, you know, a big time player in the market, that you know, through serendipity, I would start to grow my network, you know, organically through that key player. Okay. And not only that, it would help me establish a more affirmative and, you know, more trust from these new relationships I could get, okay, organically through that one key player, the power person. Because that person, if I'm delivering value and I'm, you know, really doing a great job for them they're going to say good things about me, okay? which automatically puts me on a pedestal to all their power players. Okay. It puts me up there. So now instead of me having to work, I don't, I don't have to work twice. I really don't even have to work very hard to grow, you know, instant relationships more so with these new people that I naturally will get introduced to as I grow, you know, in the business or working with, you know, a power player or whatnot, Um, So I knew that I could grow better relationships with a lot more other A players, alpha players, okay, through getting in good and providing a crap ton of value to somebody who is a power player, okay? So I hope that makes sense, guys. You know, my philosophy to networking, all right? is literally screw the meetings, screw trying to talk to 500 different people, figure out who the best players are, 
figure out how you can bring them a ton of value. And then, you know, because through that, if you can do that and be consistent with it, they're going to recommend you. They're going to talk about you to all the other A players that they're associated with. And now, you know, because you, you got to also put this into perspective too, guys. You know, you might think, oh, well, you know, if I talk to 500 plus people going to all these meetups and stuff, you know, that's a pretty broad network. Well, okay, cool. Well, figure out out of, out of those 500 people, how many of them are actual A players? Probably less than 1%, okay? But if I go to somebody that is already an A player, because remember, like I said, you don't become an A player unless you have relationships with other A players, okay? They don't, that don't mean they work for you. That doesn't mean they're employees of that person. I'm just saying, like, they, everyone has other A players that they associate with, that they help, that help them in some form or fashion if they're an A player, all right? So I could go out, I could go to all these meetups, talk to 500 some people, probably less than 1% are actually A players, all right? Or instead of spending all that energy and time doing all that crap, you know, and wasting my time for the majority of it, I could get in really, really good with one A player that I align with, my values, kind of my beliefs and, and you know, our personalities, they go together. If I could do that, naturally, I would instantly tap into their network. And that's another thing about A players, guys. A players already have massive networks. Okay, nine times out of 10, these guys have, are speakers at these, these uh, meetup events. You know, they have been featured in, in articles and news articles in the paper, whatever the case is. Uh, these are usually big network people already. So just through that, I'm already tapped into their network. And I didn't have to go out. I didn't have to go to 15 different meetups. I didn't have to sit down and have lunch with 500 people. I just had to have lunch with one person. One. One person and everything ch can change just like that. Snap of the fingers. Boom. All right. That doesn't mean that it's that easy. It may sound that from a from a thirty thousand foot clouds perspective, yeah, that's very very simple. You know, the hard part is is providing the value and the consistency to that A player, which is what's going to get you the organic growth through your net through their network, uh, and you'll be able to siphon that uh, over time. That's the hard part. But nonetheless, um, <clears throat> you know, I think to me. That's a way more effective way to um, to network, okay? Because you know, going back to the whole, if I provide a lot of value for that A player, you know, they're going to talk highly about me, okay? They're going to recommend me. They're going to sit there and tell all their other A player buddies, "Hey, man, I got this dude. He's a rock star. Man, he's killing it." And there, that that puts me in a pedestal already. So it kind of gives me an advantage. To somebody that's another eight, I don't have to go reprove myself. Okay, that's and that's another thing with a lot of people networking, and you know they don't understand the the value of bringing you know bringing a lot of value to an A player is because you know they they look at it as a one and done thing. Maybe they go out, they do a deal with somebody or a short term business transaction with one individual, but then they think, oh, well, I'm just going to move on and, and do it with other people. But if you keep doing it with that one person. You know, that one person's just, I mean, over time, they're going to build the trust. They're going to, they're going to want to talk about you, man. Okay. 
And organically, you'll, you'll, you'll build way better relationships. You'll be introduced to way better players. Uh, and, and, and I think ultimately your network can 10x much faster through building a relationship with one key player that will then build in the two or three key players that will go to four or five. And next thing you know, I have a, a network of a bunch of amazing business people or however you want to look at it, whatever industry or niche you're in, uh, all through providing a ton of value to one key A player. Okay. I truly believe in it. If I had to kind of sum this up, uh, it's getting close to the sun, getting close to power. All right. You know, one of the, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk says this really, really clearly the, the, the best way, and, I, and I, I'm a true believer in what he says when he says this, <clears throat> the best way to become what you want to become is to find who, who's the best person or the best people at that specific thing and then go and work for them for free, okay? Tell them you'll, you'll give them your time. If you have nothing else to offer, you have your time. You know, go work for them. You know, you might have to message 10, 10 of those, those rock star A players and only one of them may say yes, but all it takes is that one, okay? And then you get in the door, get your foot in the door, and you start delivering value right off the get and deliver as much value as you can. Give, 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 give. Don't ask. Don't take because you ain't got nothing to take. Eventually, eventually you'll get something, okay, because that person will reciprocate, you know, if, if you're good enough. But um, you want to give as much as you can. And that's, that's another issue. People don't want to give. They, they always, everyone's out to take, you know. When you sit down and you network, what can you do for me, you know? That's the wrong mentality, man. And that's another reason why I hate going to these meetup groups, man. It's because all these people just want to know, hey, what, what can we, can, what can you do for me, man? What's it, you know, what's in it for me? And you're, you're failing, man. That is a failing, losing mentality. You're not going to make it big. You're not going to make big, big relationships by the whole, you know, you know, maybe I'll do this for you, but what are you giving back to me? It's more about what can I do for you? And that's it. The end, bottom line, you know, end of, end of discussion, because eventually it all comes back around and it compounds and you'll get rewarded in the end, but you got to be a true giver. You got to be somebody that's willing to pay your dues and, you know, give as much value as you can, guys. So, you know, <clears throat> to kind of sum this up, Please, if you're if you're trying to grow a business or if you're thinking about starting your own business, you're working a nine to five, you need to listen. If you got to listen to this again, listen to this again. But please do not, you know, have the delusion that, you know, talking to as many people as you can, handing out as many business cards as you can is going to lead to maximum results. It might give you a little bit of result, <clears throat> but I promise you, if you do what I'm telling you, all right. And you identify who a key player is. And, and this is the thing, you know, I talk about this from an introvert's perspective, but to be really, really quite frank, I think even a lot of extrovert people, you know, are still very delusional when it comes to this. Yeah, they might be you might be good at being in a social setting and just talking to all these people, but you still have this delusional gratification that, you know, going to all these meetups is you think you're doing something when in reality, like you're not doing anything or you could be doing a lot better if you just identified who an A player was and get in good with them and get close to them. OK, 
Okay, bring them a ton of value because naturally you're going to siphon their power, their network, and you're going to grow. And that's the reality of it. And for those of you that you might be listening to this and you're an A player, you know, you guys got to have, you can't be delusional either, but you also got to be willing to understand that people are trying to siphon from you. That's the natural, that's the natural way of life of earth. You know, and and to me, if you're an A player, you know, the more you're willing to give and to help versus, you know, try to be protective and fearful that somebody's out to, you know, that there's a scarcity mindset. I can't stand scarcity stuff. And people that, you know, they just, you know, to me, abundance, the abundance mindset and the optimist mindset is the only way uh, to succeed and win in the macro. Okay. You know, there, there's a lot of A players out there that always think you're out to get them or, you know, you're out to do them wrong. And, you know, a lot of a lot of times those people have been, you know, they've been screwed over a couple of times and it's soured their, you know, their thinking and their perspective in that sense. And they always think that they got to protect stuff or they got to hide stuff. And, you know, of course, there's sensitive information in certain parts, but to me, if you're an A player and you're listening to this, you gotta you gotta be you gotta have an understanding that people are gonna grow and people are gonna siphon from you. That's that's the reality. Okay, even the people working for you right now, if you don't think they're there, I mean, for a purpose, they're either there to grab take your resources, you know, or they're there to learn something. You know, these people you know, or doing something because they want to help themselves. So at least I would think they would. (laughs) Um, But you can't be delusional either. Okay. So it goes on both sides, guys. Um, But if if you're trying to get somewhere and penetrate somewhere, you got to identify an A player. You you want to bring them as much value as you can. Okay. It's, it's, look, guys, give, get, you know, it's another Gary Vaynerchuk thing, you know, jab, 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 right hook. Okay, so all the jabbing is giving. Give three times before you ask. Okay, and if you if you take that mentality to networking, you're going to build great relationships, which naturally is going to you know help you succeed in, in the business or whatever you're trying to accomplish. All right, I'm a true believer in that. Um, if you're introverted, guys. Uh, you don't have, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, you don't have to go to the meetings and you know, be out in the social settings if that's not what you're comfortable with, you know, but do what I just told you, okay? Identify the key players. Don't waste your time in the Facebook groups. You know, if you're in real estate, the whole investor groups and everybody's posting about, hey, drop your email. I'm trying to build my buyers list. Oh, hey, man, I might have a deal. You, you know, don't don't waste your time with all that. Find the key players, okay? And, and remember, this is this is any industry, any business. It doesn't have to be just real estate. Find the big players, okay? Audit them. Take time to do that, okay? Really make sure that that's somebody that, you know, you think can, you know, be of, of benefit to you in the macro, okay? This is a macro mindset, guys. This is not a micro mindset, okay? I'm a big macro person. I think macro, I, I, I talk a lot about that. Um, you, you want to be thinking, is this somebody that I can work with five years from now, three years from now? Okay. Not, not over the next two months, not a micro perspective. When it comes to networking to me, you want to identify macro relationships and you want to go all in on, on that. Once you've identified the right person and you think that person could be somebody you can work with for a long time. Okay. So 
you know, all I can tell you is from my experience, um, working for a guy that I used to work for, I've met a lot of other A players. Okay. My name is a lot bigger. It's more prominent. People know who I am because of what I, what the value that I brought to this specific individual. Um, and, 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 and that in itself is, it has helped me tremendously and it's helping me right now. Okay. So, you know, all I can say guys is, um, you know, get, identify who the power sources are, the A players, bring them a ton of value, get close to them because through them, your network will grow naturally. All right. It'll grow naturally. And the people that you do get introduced to are going to be big players, which once again, you just repeat the process. All right. You, you then identify who those people are. Okay. One, you know, once you get introduced to them, do you align with them? Great. Now we're going to bring them value. Okay. And, and then you just repeat the process and your, you know, your network is growing exponentially. And on top of that, your name's getting pumped out there. More people are talking about you, which also makes you more legit. And then eventually you become a power figure. You know, to me, that's, that's, that's how you, you ultimately become the A player. And once you become the A player, then it's game over. <laughs> you know, you get all that's, that's when everybody's coming to you. So, um, guys, that's, that's my philosophy on networking. I wanted to share that. Um, <clears throat> and, and I failed to talk about this real quick, another strategy for people, uh, which I think is a very creative way. And I've actually been saying this in a couple of the, my previous episodes. And if you haven't heard this or didn't pay attention to this, this is a pretty smart and clever way um, of thinking about networking. If you're introverted, okay, or it, it, you, know, you don't have to be introverted, you can be extroverted too. This is a smart way for anybody networking is through podcast, okay? Starting your own podcast. Let me explain. So since I have started the T5 Life, this podcast, okay, the one you're listening to right this second, I have interviewed people, okay, people that, you know, I've already known, and then other people that, you know, I've met through other people, okay, could have been through, like, if we're going to talk about gaming, all right, I've got a, a couple pretty big streamers, okay, streamers, people that stream live on, on Mixer or Twitch, you know, and they play video games, but they're pretty popular and they get a lot of people that watch them. Um, I interviewed a couple of them and through that, that kind of led me to meet some other streamers that are up and coming. So I interviewed them. So it's kind of a compounding effect. Um, and, you know, these are people that through the podcast – you know, let's just kind of go back to my scenario, you know, at the beginning where you identify somebody and, and I tell them, I tell you to take them out to lunch. Well, think of podcasting interviews like this. It's like taking somebody out to lunch, but you're recording it live. All right. You're asking all the questions you would ask somebody anyways, if you were sitting down one-on-one -on -one, face to face, wanting to learn about them and who they are, but you're recording it. So now you've got content, and on top of that, you're providing a lot of value because you're willing to, you know, put that person on, all right, by pushing them to your audience and your channel, assuming, you know, you're, you're doing a good job of growing that with your podcast. So you're providing value. You're already giving right at the very beginning of, you know, your first encounter relationship with them. 
and, and obviously through the podcast, that's, that's your interview. That's when you get to know who that person is. And it's helped me tremendously since I've started this podcast. And, you know, I, I've DM'd a bunch of people on Twitter and Instagram that have got 40, 50,000 something followers or pretty big people in the gaming space. And, you know, I've, I've had professional athletes and whatnot, um, you know, and I've brought them on. I didn't know them before. Now, not this isn't all the case. Some of these people I have known, but there's some people that I literally DM them and <clears throat> I, I told them what I was doing. We went back and forth and they were like, cool, I'll do it, <clears throat> you know, and, and next thing you know, I mean, I've never spoke to them. I've never, I don't know anything really about them other than what I've seen on their social media. And then we get on the podcast and we start talking. And then after the episode's over, I already know most of their life, <laughs> you know, and, you know, we, we already have a relationship. There's rapport. You know, so not only did I network, did I grow a relationship, did I did I penetrate a key player, um, but you know, I provided them value. Okay, I helped put them on and stuff. And you know, naturally, of course, being able to promote them on my channel will help too. So we're kind of cross promoting, and you know, I'm siphoning, they're siphoning. That's okay. That we're all, you know, we're all growing from it. But you know, it's it's a one on one setting or if you want to do have multiple people that's different but you know i recommend starting a podcast and interviewing people going out and you know if if you want to be uh the big school teacher person or you want to have the school blog and talk about education in your town go out and interview all the the superintendent a bunch of teachers principals anybody you can you know, hustle and find them and, and talk to them. So not only are you building relationships with those people once you get them, you know, but they know who you are. Okay. They're probably going to talk about you a little bit. You're going to talk about them. You're only building your own credibility and your network at the same time. And you got content. Okay. Which guys building personal brand in the business world today with the internet, you need content. Okay. Doing this is a great way to do it. All right. So I, I'm trying to tell people, man, podcasting is not just a way to make content. It's not just a way to entertain. It's a way to network. All right. And it's it's and it's easy way, easier way to network because you're instantly bringing value to that other person. You know, you're not sitting there. You know, if I was going to go just message people, hey, can, can we talk on the phone? They don't know nothing about me. I'm not bringing them any value. I'm just wanting to take their time. They ain't going to do that. I mean, like, who the hell are you? You know, probably some creep, you know, some, you know, some molester or somebody. I don't know. You know, um, I'm not going to take the time to do that. And that's not the way to approach that, guys. You got to you got to find how what can you give? Because that's how you're going to get in the door with real players. Of course, you can go talk to any tire kicker or any, you know, anybody that just wants to talk and BS, you know, they'll be happy because that's what they do anyways. But, you know, if you're. But if you're going to effectively grow your network, guys, um, this is the way I would do it. This is the way I would recommend to do it. Um, rather, you're introverted, extroverted. But if you're introverted, guys, I want you to know, you know, there are ways I've shared them, you know, how you can network without having to be in the big social environment, which I know a lot of us like myself, I'm introverted. Uh, struggle with. So uh, guys, I hope this brought a lot of value to you. Um, I might've went on a little bit too long, rambled a little bit. I know I'm kind of bad about that, but uh, I felt like I got my point across pretty clearly. 
so guys, if, if you like the content, uh, I would pr- appreciate some feedback. Uh, I know with podcasts, there's really not a commenting tool or anything, but if you're listening on Apple podcast, if you could rate it, uh, you could even leave me a, a review. That'd be great. You can also uh, you know, hit us up on social media. Uh, you can go on Twitter, search the T5 Life, tag us, let us know what you think. Maybe if there's something you'd like to hear or listen to more, uh, you know, that would be great advice for us. Any, any, any value or anything we can bring, uh, we want to know about. Uh, you can also, if you're on Facebook, search the T5 Life audio experience. We have our own Facebook page. Uh, you can go in there, leave a post, let us know, you know, maybe what, what you'd like to hear, uh, what your feedback was on any uh, on this episode or any episode we've posted for that matter. Uh, so I'd love to hear from you. And guys, I will look forward to seeing you next time. Take care. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode as much as I did. Please be sure if you're listening on Apple Podcasts to rate the podcast and please leave us a review. It only helps us bump the podcast up higher to be able to reach more people and deliver our content and our message, which is living a life on your terms. Guys, I'm also going to ask of a huge, huge, huge favor. Um, if, if we've brought you any value uh, through any of the episodes and if you're somebody that comes back to this podcast and it's really making an impact impact in your life. Uh, It would mean the world to myself, but it would also help us tremendously uh, from a business perspective if you could support us, which is a $4.99 a month subscription, uh, which will allow us to be able to uh, sustain this podcast and be able to really grow and and, uh, scale the way that we can deliver this content. Uh, We want to be able to get some equipment that allow us to uh, make video content along with the audio that you've been listening to. Uh, And like I said, guys, that would mean the world to us. And we're really excited about the growth and and the way we're going uh, right now with everything. So, um, guys, thank you so much once again uh, for supporting us, listening to the podcast. And I hope to catch you guys next time. See you. Oh, 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 oh,